Hi, Will. Hello, Greg. Uh, great to hear from you. It's, uh, it's a wonderful, sunny, hot day. And um, I'm not by the ocean, but I imagine that if I was traveling um, and I was into this tourism feeling right now, it would mm -hmm. certainly be the best time uh, to oh. be by the ocean. Yes, definitely. So um, thank you very much for joining. And I'd like to also welcome our viewers today. Uh, today, we are going to talk about uh, English everyday conversation and basically focus more on traveling and tourism. And uh, today, I want to ask Will a couple questions uh, about uh, his feelings about travel and tourism. I mean, uh, in pre-COVID or before COVID, obviously, there were lots of people traveling everywhere and all, all areas of the world. And um, up to today, many people still can't travel. But if you had an opportunity, Will, um, mm -hmm. be, being that there are so many popular places all over the world right. um, that you could uh, go on your next holiday vacation when the world opens back up, where would you like to visit? Oh, that's a good question, Greg. Uh, actually, there are many countries that I would like to visit. Uh, but, okay. So um, if I ask yeah. you, that, uh, make it easier. Um, simplifying it, which world city okay. would you most like? Okay, so I would say hmm, uh, Dubai. Um, now I've heard, you know, pretty good things about Dubai. I know it's it's in the Middle East, um, and uh, I've heard it's uh, home to the world's tallest uh, building, you know, and uh, I heard it's a really uh, nice uh, place aside from the heat, uh, but I'm okay with it. I like uh, hot weather. Um, I heard it's really safe. It's a really rich country and quality of life is uh, great there. Okay. So let me ask you another question. Um, so instead of being a tourist, if you were a business executive mm -hmm. and you had to do a business trip, which city would you most like to visit on business on business hmm, good question wow oh, let's say uh delhi in india okay <laughs> um and i've i've had some um, you know students uh japanese students that uh you know business uh men and uh they visited you know made some trips to india and yeah it seems it would seem like a very uh kind of interesting, you know, maybe uh, exciting. Uh, mm -hmm. I think you kind of have to go out of your comfort zone a bit. Uh, but for me, you know, I'm perfectly fine with that. You know, um, I like to go places that are kind of off the beaten path, so to speak. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. You know, rather than just go to typical places that you're familiar with, I like to go to, you know, new places where there's a totally different culture than totally different than uh, where I'm from. Right. So you uh, you sound like a very curious uh, type of person and you uh, you like to delve into cultures and assimilate yourself and get into uh, trouble. You like to try new things. Yeah, that's great. Yes. yes. Um, so let me ask you another question then. Do you prefer going on a tourism package tour or planning your own holiday? Okay, definitely hands down, uh, planning my own uh, holiday vacation. Uh, let me give an example. Like, you know, I'm from the United States and, you know, a lot of Americans, when 
we travel, you know, um, I guess package tours are not all that common compared to, let's say, some countries like Japan and other Asian countries. Um, you know, there's good things and bad things about each, you know. But for me, I like to travel to a country, you know, um, and uh, kind of like when I wake up in the morning on the spur of the moment, just decide what I'm going to do for that day. I don't really like to have an itinerary planned out, okay? Um now, I know I've only been on a package tour once. Uh, this was uh, years ago when I went to Singapore. And, uh, you know, for some people, it's good. For example, if you go to, you know, let's say you don't speak the local language, you know, maybe if you're a little bit older, you know, um, and, uh, you know, you'll be kind of taken care of, okay? You're not going to go to dangerous places. Then, yeah, a package tour would be for you. Um, but for me, yeah, I kind of like, don't like to be tied down to a set a fixed schedule. I totally understand exactly what you're saying. And, and you're right. You know, um, when you're younger, you've got more energy. You feel, uh, you know, motivated to go out. But as you get older, obviously, mm -hmm. the comfort zone um, being protected is much more beneficial. Right, right. Exactly. So I want to ask you a couple other questions. And it pertains to uh, air miles. So, as you know, pre-COVID, many people were traveling and they were using the air miles at hotels and on airplanes and so on. Right. But now, um, now that the world has slowed down and the hospitality industry has really um, slowed down, do you think uh, in the future it will pick back up where people would use air miles and, um, or do you think people will cash in their air miles instead? Um, I think, well, after this is all over, when, you know, the world gets back to normal to pre-COVID uh, uh, levels, then I think a lot of people will be uh, doing some massive traveling around the world. Um, now, as far as using their miles, I guess, you know, if you've accumulated enough miles where you could get a free trip, uh, I'm sure there'll be people that, you know, would uh, definitely take advantage of that, um, you know. Uh, I know that, yeah, if I had, uh, when this is all done and over with, uh, then if I had enough uh, mileage for a free trip, I would definitely uh, use, take, use that option instead of just try to accumulate more miles. Absolutely. So, uh, as you said, um, there are those opportunities where you can use air miles. But nowadays, today, many people are also using cryptocurrency to right. purchase hotel accommodation and airline tickets and so on. Um, what do you forecast in the future? Do you think this is going to become more dominant or more popular in the future? Yes. And personally, I think, you know, cryptocurrency is basically a new currency for the future. Okay. Um, so it hasn't really been adopted. Uh, there hasn't been mass adoption yet. But I think in the you know, near future, I mean, take a look at uh, what, what's the country, uh, is it El Salvador? Um, they recently announced that uh, alongside their normal, the regular currency, uh, that Bitcoin is also a legal tender there. But I think uh, there are, yes, yeah, some places where you could use, where you could spend, say, Bitcoin or Ethereum, Litecoin. Uh, there are some establishments, but um, they're not as many as... Uh, it's going to take a while for it to, you know, uh, be gradual, to be mass adoption, I think. Uh, absolutely. Um, you make a very good point. Um, I know also 
when people travel, they obviously uh, some people try to learn the new language, local language, mm-hmm. or sometimes they try to pick up the pamphlets or they see signs. And I think communication is very important because a little bit of knowing a local language obviously will make your holiday or business business meeting much more uh, fun and mm-hmm. stimulating. So right. I think uh, in terms of traveling, it's a fantastic way to practice your language. So what's the best way for you to travel? Train, car, bicycle? Uh, okay, bus? good question. Another good question. Mm-hmm. I would say it would depend on where I was living. So uh, when I lived in Japan, well, since Japan is an island, well, obviously, you know, airplane or ship, you know, but uh, I have always uh, used uh, flown when I uh, left Japan. Uh, here in Southeast Asia, you have uh, quite a few options. You know, you could fly, you could take a bus, you could take a train. Um, now, personally, you know, when I was growing up in the States, I always loved trains, okay? Um, going on a long distance train, you know, um, you know, spending a night in a sleeping car, you know. So, um, I would say, yeah, in, in Thailand, they have this uh, overnight train that goes from Bangkok to Chiang Mai. It's about uh, 12 to 14 hours, you know, and uh, there's a sleeping car in it. And it's just a good, great experience, you know. So uh, if you're not in a hurry, I think that's a good way to travel, train. Um, you know, bus is another option, you know, but if you're in a hurry, then uh, obviously airplane would be the quickest. Absolutely. And I think if you stay on a night train, you obviously save cost on your hotel that's true that's um, true <laughs> yes. uh great so um obviously a lot of people are looking to re reinvigorate the tourism industry um but when we consider during the COVID situation the entire world slowed down so obviously i think there have been some environmental benefits to tourism not happening mm-hmm. uh, for example um, maybe the seas were cleaner and, and there was a less uh, a population mm-hmm. uh, on the corals and so on. So I think there were some benefits uh, to having um, much of nature not being uh, over abused. Right. By oh, yes, definitely. I totally agree with that. You know, and, um, you know, for me, you know, I live here in a place called Vung Tau, Vietnam, and I live very close to the beach and you now as i look out the window i could see the ocean and it's like wow i mean it's been seems really clean compared to a couple months ago <laughs> so um I, I do agree i think that uh nature has been less of a what do you call it carbon footprint so to speak exactly yes mm-hmm. so, so you're right mm-hmm. yes and also you know i think uh for companies as well, you know, a lot of companies, you know, a lot of people now are, uh, what's the word, uh, tele- teleworking, uh, working yes, from correct. home. And, um, you know, companies are also you know, saving money, you know, um, and I think they're figuring out that, well, okay, um, we could just have our, you know, employees work from home, okay, and we could reduce the amount of office space needed. And, uh, you know, so there's also a cost saving benefit for companies uh, as well. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. some com- uh, some countries are also providing visas for employees to work abroad. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I know the Maldives. I believe yeah. Barbados. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are certain countries that give you like one year incentive. Oh yeah. Um, there's also I think a couple of European com- uh, countries, uh, Eastern, yes. where they have what's called um, it's like a digital nomad visa. So if That's you have correct. yeah, so if you have an online business, so some of these countries they want people to come in, you know, and uh, you know spend their money in the country it helps to stimulate the economy and they're making it easy where if you have an online business okay you can move to the country and they'll give you uh i think a one-year visa okay and uh yeah it's great because you know you could visit a new country okay um and also you could work online okay and um yeah and some of these countries uh, i believe as long as you're not uh, deriving an income within the country as long as it's online uh and it's not deposited into a local bank account i believe uh some countries there's no tax wow you see there are so many things that are changing because of this present COVID situation and i agree with you i think now uh companies and employees are beginning to shift their their mind and way of thinking and i think we'll see a tourism paradigm uh, that uh, we we could not have imagined in our previous uh, uh, years mm-hmm. before. So um, I think it's a it's a wonderful uh, thing that we are seeing now, and I'm hoping that uh, we'll see more evolution in the tourism industry. Thank you very much, Will, for this uh, wonderful discussion today, and to our fans for listening. My pleasure. And- And uh, to our fans, thank you very much for listening to our podcast today and have a wonderful day. Goodbye, everyone.